You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Dave Wheeler, filling in for Brian Lataki, and today we're taking some time for ourselves with me time. Sonny, you have no life outside of your kids. Well, my wife is an architect. We made a decision that's best for me to take care of the kids. It's called a system which works. Yeah, prison system. That's what it sounds like. I have an idea. I should take Dash and Ava for spring break by myself. You should go to Huck's party. Sunny, baby! Happy birthday! Thank you, brother. You look good. Hey, whoa. Hey, guys! Say hi to my oldest friend in the world! This week isn't about me. It's about us. This is the big dog. I'm the big dog! He's not okay! Oh, my God! Way to make the most of your me time. I don't know what happened, but you're a new man. I did a lot of stuff I'm not proud of. With his family away, a stay-at-home dad enjoys his first me-time in years by reconnecting with an old friend for a wild weekend that may upend his life. Me-Time is a 2022 American buddy comedy film written and directed by John Hamburg. The film stars Kevin Hart, Mark Wahlberg, Regina Hall, Louise Gerardo Mendez, and Jimmy O. Yang. What can I say about a movie that we've seen hundreds of times? The old buddy comedy. The cool dude and the nerd. The Rock and Kevin Hart. Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Woody Harrelson and Kevin Hart. Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. I think you're starting to see the trend. I like Kevin Hart. He has a great screen presence and is generally a funny human being. It's a shame that he's fallen into the Hollywood trap of funny guy fall down and is hanging his hat on being the butt of the majority of the jokes in most of his movies. He's not the first to be categorized this way. Chris Farley, John Candy, and Martin Lawrence, just to name a few before him. If you're expecting anything you haven't seen from Kevin Hart, don't. You'll find way more ways about this movie to be disappointed about. There is absolutely nothing in this film that is new. The only thing it has going for it is notable actors a $50 million budget, and Netflix backing it as a Netflix original, which it is not. In trying to find something redeemable about this film, as hard as it was, I found one, and that was the ending. The fact that it ended was the best part of the film. I give me time a D-. School is almost back and you want to look your best, so why not get that mop cleaned up? Book now online with Boy Barber Nick at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road. Click the link in the pod script and book today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start with some streaming news. Paramount Plus and Showtime will combine forces under one streaming app. The merge comes as part of an initiative to unify the billing cycles for both platforms. Both streaming apps will merge under one roof and be offered at a discount for eager subscribers. Through the new setup, new subscribers can sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime for $7.99 a month for the standard ad-supported package, while the ad-free version will be on an offer for $12.99 a month. Current subscribers can upgrade within the platform after the initial discount period ends on October 2nd. The bundle will cost $11.99 with ads and $14.99 to go ad-free. Customers only interested in Showtime can refuse the bundle for the mid-price of $10.99. Netflix is also coming to the table with a tiered subscription option to compete with Disney+. Plus. The new tiered system will beat Disney Plus to the punch as Netflix is rolling out the new option as of November 1st, where Disney is expected to launch theirs in December. Comparing the tiered bundles is a bit difficult as Disney Plus will offer various bundles with Hulu and ESPN+, while Netflix will presumably not team with other services. However, reports did put Netflix around $7 to $9 per month compared to Disney Plus planned $7.99. Both would have approximately four minutes of ads per hour. Moving on to some Marvel Cinematic Universe news, Sir Ben Kingsley is set to reprise his role of Kevin Slattery in the MCU. And you'll never see me coming. <laughs> oh, I told you. 
told you he was going to do it. I told you. I told you. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. The fake Mandarin who made his debut in Iron Man 3 and also had a prominent role in Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and a Disney Plus short called All Hail the King. The Wonder Man series is where Slattery will pop up next. While Kingsley's involvement has yet to be confirmed by Marvel, Variety says they have it on good authority that it's a done deal. Wonder Man is one of Marvel's oldest characters dating back to 1964 in the pages of Avengers number 9. Got some casting news for you and it brings us a familiar name in Brendan Fraser. What? What'd I say? Frazier has been shown an overwhelming amount of support for a comeback since his blockbuster career fizzled with movies like Furry Vengeance and Extraordinary Measures. Don't you close that door! Don't you close that door! He's been getting acclaim for his performance in the DC show Doom Patrol, and now he looks to make a triumphant return to movies in the new Darren Aronofsky film called The Whale. The Whale is a tale about an online English teacher who lives as a recluse with life-threatening obesity and needs to find closure with his estranged daughter. We have not yet been treated with a trailer for the film. Come on, Matt. Don't think. Just do. After the huge success of Top Gun Maverick, there are more classic sequels that no one asked for coming to theaters. After revisiting Prince Akeem in Coming to America, Eddie Murphy is set to reprise one of his most iconic characters in Axel Foley. Production on Beverly Hills Cop 4 recently began, and a few set photos have emerged showcasing Murphy in a Detroit Lions letterman jacket with his arm in a sling. The Beverly Hills Cop 4 photos also include a look at Taylor Page, who was recently announced to be joining the sequel alongside Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The official title for the the sequel is Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. Paul Reiser is also expected to reprise his role as Detective James Friedman from the first two movies. 59-year-old Bob Odenkirk may have once seemed like an odd choice for an action star, but the actor proved he has some John Wick spirit with nobody. The action thriller found Odenkirk starring as Hutch Manziel. You killed my brother. The last I saw, he was still breathing. And based on what little I know of the man, that's probably more than he deserved. Filmed in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, a sequel is in development, but Odenkirk is hungry for more action. While speaking at the Venice Film Festival, Bob Odenkirk said definitely wants to do more action films in the future. And finally, we'll end with some Star Wars news. Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed the fan divisive The Last Jedi installment of the Star Wars saga, he was promoting his new film called The Glass Onion, a Knives Out tale, and it was announced that Johnson would continue to work with Lucas Films long after the Skywalker saga conclusion for an all-new, completely original trilogy. When The Last Jedi had debuted to an extremely mixed reaction, there was no announcement of cancellation, but there had been silence on anything regarding Johnson's follow-up contributions to the Star Wars brand. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Be sure to download the full version of Talking Movies with Brian Lataki on your favorite podcast platform and follow Brian on social media at Talking Movies PC. And as always, it's time for some me time.